manipulate the price of gold and silver. But all that money printing that they've done has flowed into the only non-manipulated currency in the world, and that is Bitcoin. I think this is totally different. No, no different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Once in a while, you can Bitcoin changes absolutely everything. What's in there? Only what you take with you. Before we begin today's show, just a quick shout out to a great initiative. For all Bitcoiners in Asia, you should know that Bitcoin for India, which is a volunteer-led group of Indian Bitcoiners, is organizing Asia's largest Bitcoin-only conference on the 5th and 6th of November at Goa, India. Catch up with plebs from all around the world, be part of the conversation, join in on the various workshops, all while being surrounded by lush green forest and picturesque beaches. For more details, visit www.bitcoinforindia.org conference. That's Bitcoin for India as in B-I-T-C-O-I-N, the number four, I-N-D-I-A dot O-R-G slash conference. Hope to see you there. And now let's get back to the show. Hey, morning, Rory. Thanks for making the time. How's it going? Oh, mate, I'm fantastic, Merrick. Absolute pleasure to be here. I'm excited. Ah, That's good. Yeah. So yeah, let's jump straight into it. How about you give the audience a bit of a background of yourself? Yeah, that's a broad question, Mary. Thank you. Um, I don't know where to start, really. Um, I'll start at the, the the journey, the Bitcoin journey, I guess. Um, you know, like many people, I was uh, I knew about Bitcoin for a, a long time, just through you know whatever means of uh, yeah how that came to me. Um, but I guess it was during, you know, the end of 2020 and going into 21, you know, with the lockdowns and stuff like that, um, not, wasn't really looking for anything, but yeah, uh, my brother-in-law introduced me to Bitcoin directly. Um, and then his other good mate, Foz, who's, uh, you know, uh, massive Bitcoin, he's a maximalist. He, Hmm. he has then since helped me along my way as well. Um, yeah, you know, we'd invested in some properties and stuff like that and had some, you know, needed to store some wealth somewhere. Um, and, you know, I dabbled with a bit of, well, I'd opened up, you know, Comsec accounts to trade in the share market, but never yeah. actually used those accounts. And then Bitcoin came along, you know, just this, this all happened just before the all time high in, I guess, November in 21, mm-hmm. um, probably started in poor oh, June or July of 21, leading up to the high and yeah, kept kept going since um and since since not you know since it's since i moved my feed into some bitcoin it's i realized it's more of a you know a rails to you know lead your life um and that's just opened up so many more rabbit holes for me along the way um because previous to you know 21 and investing in bitcoin um you know i had struggled with a lot of personal things and a lot of uh, personal traumas through my life um, and I guess Bitcoin sort of found me and I found Bitcoin and I haven't looked back since. Oh, 
that's awesome uh, and when you were introduced to bitcoin like was there at any point that you looked at shit coins or none at all nope <laughs> that's, that's i knew good. about yeah. i knew about shit coins uh, yeah for sure and i looked at i knew about ethereum and you know monero and and i actually looked at um trying to buy monero because of the privacy around monero but it was you couldn't do that in australia and you still can't so i just left that alone and yeah mm -hmm. i just listened listened to start listening to a lot of podcasts and then just yeah it was all bitcoin so so you said your brother-in-law introduced you to mm -hmm. bitcoin right yep. and and then from there you I, I guess like lots lots of it for bitcoin comes like comes from self-learning so and then that's yeah. when you picked up mm -hmm. podcasts and reading and yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, I was already listening to podcasts about sort of uh, self-help type of things mm -hmm. um, and just life experiences from other people. Yep. And then I started listening to, you know, podcast. I think my first podcast were uh, TFTC with Marty Bent. That was my nice. first deep dive into that. And I still listen to Marty and he's awesome. So, yeah. And then from there i just branched out and just rabbit holes you know started opening up everywhere for me it was crazy and i started connecting the dots in my life and started connecting the dots in the world and my mind was just being blown yep from all yeah. sides and it still is it's great yeah and yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to blow other people's minds at the same time if they want to listen yes yes 100% because <laughs> the deeper yeah. deeper down the rabbit hole you go like the like the crazy it gets it's crazy in the best sense right like yeah more, yeah 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 but crazy maximalists you know yes as well <laughs> yes yeah 100 I mean, my last podcast i was listening to was um jeff booth with um oh, who was he talking to um oh he was on the bitcoin blue collar bitcoin podcast the two firefighters out of america that was amazing and then okay. Sven home with Robert Breedlove last week. That mm. yeah, and that talked about religion and yes. you know spirituality and wow, that's nuts. That's yeah, yeah. I want to I want to keep going down that path as well. Um, but yeah, nothing ceases to amaze me anymore. Well, everything ceases. Well, <laughs> it's just amazing all around, really. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, yes. Uh, and then at so you hadn't so yeah so initially you looked at somewhere to store your store some wealth yeah. right and then that's yeah. how you yeah. found bitcoin and then yeah yeah i mean i was you know coming into the all-time high you could see the green candles lighting up everywhere and you know it was very easy to um get very uh you know involved and uh, wrapped up in all the fanfare and you know all that fomo creeped in and also yep. it was it was there was a very scary time of the world because everyone everyone mm. was locked down and you know I had to, the kids couldn't go to school we had to teach them from home um couldn't do your work you had to work from home so there was a lot what the hell is going on yeah. and i realized um you know there was a lot of fear in the world um and that was yeah that makes people do a lot of strange things yes. um and we're still seeing that at the moment um people are driven you know they're in all this fear and it's really scary what they're doing they're not opening their eyes or their hearts to really what's going on um yep. so that yeah that's my biggest take out of the last few years um and bitcoin has taught me to be responsible you mentioned that earlier um mm. 
are certainly taught how to be responsible for your own coins very quickly. Yes. Um, and that, that then permeates into all aspects of life, I think. Yes. Um, and sure. I've noticed so much difference in myself over the last two years. It's crazy. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, but yeah, so initially when you were introduced to Bitcoin, did you have mm. like any doubts and any, like what were your initial doubts or like, you know, or uh, the FUD around well, it? Yeah, not so much the FUD. Um, I mean, obviously I had a lot of conversations with my wife because I had to <laughs> get permission to do a lot of this stuff. Yeah, um, but it was handy that my brother-in-law was involved because there was a sense of security around that. Mm. And he'd been involved for four years or whatever. Yep. Um, but my doubts, well, there were doubts like, uh, can the governments ban it? Um, can, you know, people take it from you or mm. they shut down the internet or, yes, I mean, that's still around. But the longer Bitcoin goes on and the longer I'm in it, the more I trust it. And yes. I do trust it. Um and I, the values that it has are the values that I have in my life now. You know, Bitcoin is truth. That's what mm. it is. Um, I have to thank you for something as well. While before I forget, um, Mer Merrick, mm -hmm. um, you mentioned on your podcast. I don't know if it was with Jake or the Two Bit Idiots that you'd started the um, Sailor Academy. Yes, online. Yeah. Yes. So I listened to that and I started that last week. So thank you. That's yeah, it's, got me, yeah, yeah. It's really I'm interesting that one section. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Still learn so much. <laughs> still learn so much. It, yeah, yeah, especially for me, like uh, I think I mentioned it on that pod as well. Uh, it's especially for me. I think I, I was I I was over the money side of things. Like I'm all over the money and the economic aspect mm. of it, but not so much mm. on the technical side of things. And that yeah. really, yeah. yeah. And especially, I'm not the... up to the technical side, but you know, I know enough at the moment. Yep. Um, you know, to you know, to operate myself, but there's so much more to learn. Yes. I guess I I love the history side of the money, and it just you read <laughs> all through civilization, it explains where we're going and where we're going to end up, and yep. you just insert Bitcoin, and you you understand that that's it. Really, is the answer on every aspect. So. Something that you mentioned earlier, like just touch upon again, is that Bitcoin has changed your life in like many ways. Mm. It does that mm. to like most people, right? Like, can mm -hmm. you elaborate? Can you expand on that a bit? Yeah, well, it's made me question a lot of things that I've been taught or how, you know, society has told that you must do this or must do that or you must believe in this. It questions all your beliefs. Um, and again, it makes you responsible. Um, I guess... I am now, I've taken complete responsibility for my health, my physical being, my spiritual being, my financial side, everything. Um, mm. It makes you sovereign as well. It makes you, yeah, non-reliant on other people. Um, you know, every day I, I exercise every morning at five o'clock. I go for a 20-minute run. Um, I do some push-ups and I do some skipping rope exercises and nice. I'll do 20 minutes of meditation every day. Um, and this morning I went for a 10 kilometer run and then, you know, wow. yeah, yeah. Then just spent five minutes in a very cold pool and just, Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But that's making time for myself and giving myself some headspace and just, you know, dropping into my body and, um, not so much thinking, but looking after myself. Um, yeah. yeah. And that, 
yeah, that's that's uh, just one example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's like, and you do that seven days. Uh, I mean, seven days. Seven days. Wow. Seven days. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. So yeah, waking up at five and like, mm. I mean, does any of that like have you heard of Joko Willink? Is there anything? Of sorry, say that again. Joko Willink? No. No. no oh, okay. Sorry. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a ex Navy SEAL from the US, and okay. he's like big on waking up at five a.m. and like mm. getting mm. your yeah, yeah. Mm. getting. Oh, okay, that... I think I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I guess yeah. On that, I guess I have to wake up at five because I've got three kids to get ready for school. Yeah, you know, and they have to be out the door at seven o'clock. So right. Yeah. <laughs> they get up at six. I have to get up at five to do my thing. Yep. Yep. And yep. I, Leading on from all that, I guess what I'm also doing is a lot of reading at night mm. as well. So like I'm going through a couple of books a month, easy, all on this stuff. Wow. Well, yep, anything. Yep, yep. So uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, just just gonna say what 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 are you currently reading? Like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm reading um, the Uncommunist Manifesto oh, well. by Alex yep. Fetsky and Mark Moss. Yes, just yes. a nice yeah, and. I'm, Often I read two books at once, which I'm doing now, like, an, mm-hmm. like a small book, and I'm reading um, The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert Kennedy. <laughs> okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah I have to start just, the... Un- yeah. Yeah. But different, completely different books, but, you know, often I might feel like reading that one or the other ones. <laughs> yes, yes, 100%. And I've got my next books lined up already, so, <laughs> you know. Nice, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, it. yeah, I think once you start... yeah start going down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, like reading just becomes another aspect of it. You just want to oh, yeah. explore more of like, especially like, like what's happening. One is, I think you started that earlier on, maybe before Bitcoin or during the same time you were introduced to Bitcoin is like learning more about yourself. Like I always like try to look at things like it's, it's two aspects. Like you learn more about yourself and you learn more about the world around you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's exactly right. I mean, yeah, I was just at that point in my life where Bitcoin came across my path and I accepted it like a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking for it, um, but it was the right place at the right time and, yeah, that's what happens. And I think uh, that's in the last year, a lot of those things have happened to me and I've acknowledged them as they happen and it's amazing. If you're looking for something in the universe or you put something out there, it will come to you. Um, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, actually. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you come across this old idea? I think this was, uh, it's this book called The Secret. Have you heard okay. that? Yeah, have you heard Maybe, of it? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something on those lines, like as you mentioned, like uh, whatever you put out there will come back to you like if you put it with like 100% belief and conviction then yeah it's going to come back to you yeah and I think that comes about you know we're having a conversation together now Mm -hmm. if you mention a little if you take a conversation to that next little point it can be anything about oh what are you doing today what are you doing tomorrow whatever and that person responds and suddenly you've I don't know you've organized something else or you've landed on that idea that that person had or whatever it's just being open and being able to receive, you know, and then, you know, giving back at the same time. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. We'll just uh, switch gears here a bit. 
something yeah. that I heard you mention on another podcast you were on, I think with the two bit idiots, was a yeah. men's retreat. Is that right? Yes, correct. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to speak on that a bit? Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, that's one yeah. of my other things. Again, you know, I'd mentioned I'd I'd gone through. Well, I've had a few traumas in my life, and uh, yeah, went. You know, for a few years, I was in quite a dark space uh, mentally, definitely. Um, and I didn't know really what was wrong with me. I just, yeah, was in it. I would almost go to say, you know, some bad thoughts going through my head. And it was affecting me. It was affecting my family and everything. And I know um, Greg Foss has spoken about this as well. He did, he was in a dark place too. And, mm. you know, I'd done a lot of, you know, it, well, I've bit of addictive stuff like just too much drinking and things like that and then we come into these lockdowns and uh, yeah that didn't help and again I wasn't looking for stuff but I'd started reading a lot of sort of self-help books and listening to some podcasts mm -hmm. um, and one of the first people to get me underway was um, Jordan Peterson which a lot of Bitcoiners right. listen to first um, and also a guy called Dr. Gabor Mate and he speaks a lot about trauma um, and then I started some piecing together some stuff in my life and start, things started making sense to me why I was feeling stuff or mm. why I was in this, uh, yeah, bit of, I was suffering from depression and I was on medication for a short period of time. Um, but yeah, I did get off that very quickly. Um, and then I was just on my Instagram one day and something, a mutual friend, put up something about a men's retreat. And again, I wasn't looking to do anything like that, but I looked into it and I went, wow, this, this is amazing, you know, this is great. And I followed it and I kept following it and, you know, um, I went on it. It was one of the most amazing things I've ever done in my life. So yeah. uh -huh. it really, it was a spiritual awakening, definitely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the sort of format like how long was the retreat and like what are some yeah. of the aspects that you go through during that yeah period? okay so i guess leading in i'll just want to talk about leading into the retreat sure. beforehand because it's yeah you don't really know what you're in for I, and again i went in with an open heart and i think that was the main yeah that's important to do that um i had to do two there was two weeks of preparation like no coffee no alcohol um, there was mm. certain, you had to follow a certain diet, like no processed foods. Um, you had to read three books, I believe. Yep. Three books. Um, and then we had like two zoom calls with the other guys just to meet each other. Um, then mm. we had to do some practice meditations and things like that. So you were well prepared going into what was sort of going to, going to happen. So yeah, we, yeah, it was up in Queensland. Um, there was 14 of us. Um, yeah, and it was basically, I don't want to go into too much exactly what you did. Sure. Um, sure. Because I think that spoils <laughs> spoils it a little bit for people who do go. But um, first of all, there's no mobile phones allowed, so you're completely disconnected from everyone else, which is great. Mm. You know, there's no sense of time um, there. You couldn't, yeah, the sunrise, sunset, that's all you really knew. It was was for three nights, um, four days. But a lot of the work was about how learning to trust yourself um, and following the following your heart and following, yeah, 
learning to trust yourself that whatever decision you made was the right decision and following your heart and not so much using your mind so much because I think um, we like to, uh, yeah, think with our heads and then go up on, you know, go that way when we should be actually following our heart more so. Mm. Um, and it dealt, it was specifically for men because men, you know, we can feel a lot of guilt and a lot of shame as we are, as we grow up and we pack that in and we don't let it out and we don't express our feelings and we're not taught how to express our feelings and we don't feel safe to express our feelings. So the whole retreat was about being open, being honest and having the tools to be able to, to have the confidence, you know, in yourself to be able to, yeah, be the person that you are. Um, and I certainly came out like that and I let, all the fear that I had in my in me out and replaced it with love. It was amazing. So there was a lot of breath work techniques doing, going, um, trusting in yourself, as I said, uh, trusting mm -hmm. the people around you. You know, it was a safe a safe container was created where any you could do any well, not doing say anything you felt, basically. Right. Right. Um, and there's a lot of skills around um, how to communicate. You know, how to listen okay. to people, um, which is, yeah, amazing. Um, there was a lot of, you know, physical activities, including a lot of yoga, which was, yeah, mm -hmm. quite, which hurt a lot. <laughs> but it really pushed you outside your comfort zone. But, you know, sitting in, sitting in the uncomfortable is where you want to be because that's where yep. you are, that's where freedom comes from. If you can sit with your, you know, your issues and just sit with them. Um, yeah, I think you get a lot of freedom out of that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's absolutely right. Like, I can't remember who said this. I think it must have been Joe Rogan. Like, uh, discomfort is your friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of we, we're taught to walk away from our discomfort or our mm. trauma. But what happens is if you don't, you just keep up, your ego keeps building walls around your discomfort. Yes, and it's very hard to then break away from that. Um, I mentioned uh, Dr. Gabor Mate earlier. Mm -hmm. um, he wrote a book called "When the Body Says No." So okay. he's a general practitioner as well, and he he noticed a lot of people that who had trauma in their past that if they hadn't dealt with that trauma, that would manifest itself in later life in certain diseases like cancer or dementia or things like that. Right. So that was very important. For I understood that. Um, and I realized that if I don't deal with my stuff, that's going to come back to bite me later on in life. Okay. Right. So that's, yeah. And I totally believe that, um, yeah, if you don't deal with it, it will you know, manifest itself later. Um, and, you know, on a personal side, especially the, I just mentioned cancer, mm -hmm. um, I, I lost my mother to cancer when I was young, to breast cancer, and I saw her die. Um, and then later on, my sister died of breast cancer as well. So mm -hmm. I can see, you know, I've had pretty yeah. close experiences with this stuff. Yes. And I started piecing things together, and I thought, well, you know, I know my mum's gone through some traumas and stuff like that, and I just started yeah. thinking, well, where did that come from? Where did those cancers come from? Because mm. cancer is certainly a modern modern day disease yes and i certainly believe that society has created a lot of those issues yeah um yep. 
and I, yeah, I'm still working through that type of stuff in my in my mind how that all you know fits together. But that's my yeah. belief at the moment. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, and and when you say like when, so when you deal with your traumas from present day, mm, is it is mm-hmm. it the how would one what i'm trying to get is like how would one identify like what's eating into them right like how would how would you yeah. know like, like is it That's is it those question. thoughts yeah is it those thoughts that Ooh. like don't let you sleep at night or something on those lines cuz from personal experience right like i'd say like mm. uh, <laughs> yeah if i had to say put it bluntly like i'm pretty good at shoving something in the back of my head and like you know like locking it up there right we all are <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah we um, all are i mean it it's i think this is all now in hindsight from what i've learned through the retreat and whatever if you can acknowledge your thoughts that's the first thing if you can go oh yeah i'm having this thought because a lot of us just just i don't know it's all in our head and we don't stop and pause and go well do i really need to think that or do, is that really true hmm. um and i yes. I did a lot of catastrophizing where I would think the worst out of every situation. And that was that I went down into bad spirals in my head when I used to do right. that. But now I, I, I still occasionally have those thoughts, yeah. but now I catch myself and I go, mm. ah, that, what are you, you know, what are you doing here? This is not right type of yes, thing. Yes. And I, I can, you know, let those thoughts pass through me because what we do is we trap those thoughts inside us and we make, we, we, tell ourselves that those thoughts are real when in fact they're actually not so yep. yeah the skill is letting the thought flow through you and just letting it be and mm. sit with it yes yes um and yeah i can say that but that's a very difficult thing to to do like before the retreat as i said i've done a lot of reading about self help but and i knew all this stuff but i didn't know how to actively you know flick the switch to make it all come together and work and what the retreat did was just bring everything together for me mm-hmm. and yeah it yeah it made it happen so yeah that's awesome uh yeah one thing that i want to one thing that you mentioned that i want to double click on again is uh you mentioned follow your heart and like not your yes. mind like that's what we tend to do yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can you elaborate this on this, this yeah. yeah well this is the trust thing cuz the everything all the answers to all our problems is in our heart, not our mind, I believe. Okay. You know, if we like to overthink things, and this is going back to that, and, you know, we like to create our own reality in our mind. But if it goes back to the gut feeling inside of you, because we've been so disconnected from our internal selves by the society we live in, um, that we've forgotten to listen to our bodies um, and listen to our hearts. And that's, yeah, that's how people survived, you know, back yep. <laughs> all through mankind is yeah. they just had instinctive intuition in that mm. comes from inside. That's their spirit. Yep. And I think if being able to trust yourself is a difficult thing because people are scared of that because um, I guess, yeah, I, di- I didn't know who I was up until, you know, uh, a year ago um yeah but now i trust myself to make the right things decisions yes um yeah. and if you can't trust yourself and man there's yeah you can't 
you're not mm. going to go very far, I don't think. Yes. Um, you, you, you want the answer. People try and find answers outside of themselves. They want somebody to give them the answer. Yep. Uh, the answer's inside of you. Yeah, don't. Yeah, being sovereign is, you know, looking inside you. Um, and that's, yeah, that's the yeah. way I like to look at things. And that, then I bring it back to Bitcoin as truth as well. Because Bitcoin every day operates the same way. <laughs> yes. You know? I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah, Bitcoin, I mean, you can, even even when you're using Bitcoin or when, when you're first introduced to Bitcoin or, or whenever in, in your period, you'd be like, oh, how do I set up? Uh, how do i make my setup more secure how do i yeah, yeah. you, you want to yeah. you want someone holding your hand and showing you all yes, of that you do. but but in yeah. truth it is like you still want to do it like learn for yourself and like finding those mm-hmm. answers for yourself yes yep. yeah if someone's because there is, up, yeah there is no person at bitcoin you can ring up and go hey <laughs> what's exactly. going on here <laughs> yes yeah and i'm you know i've got a cousin who's in japan and okay. I've orange pilled him, and he's in the process of getting uh, you know some cold storage organized. Okay. And I'm like, mate, all right, you know, you're at the pointy end of things now. <laughs> there's there's some dangerous waters here. You need to maybe have somebody beside you to just to make sure what you know. Yep. That yep. things are going all right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, things yes. Can happen. But um, yeah, I was yeah. You can do all that reading but it's always nice to have somebody to guide you sometimes as well yep Uh, and another thing that you mentioned earlier was the gut feeling like i can't remember where i came across this but like it's like us we have a second brain which is in our gut yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and And i think yeah i was going to go back to yeah people think operate with their minds but and lets the brain control the heart, but you should let the heart control the brain. Mm. If that makes sense? Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. People letting the brain control the heart is not, that doesn't, that, yep. that has not served me well, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I think the, the thing is, we are the, our, our modern day system or the way we live our, live our lives is, mostly from the point of intellect and from the point of like using our brains right so yeah how do you connect back like how, how do you how, how does one connect back to their yep to their heart their, and to, to their, their heart feelings right like how, how does yes, one it's a yeah. great question <laughs> it's a great question um give me two seconds there. sure okay. sure yeah so i do a lot of meditating since the retreat um, mm. and a lot of breath work and what that teaches you is to go inside of your body and feel um, and meditation you know before the retreat to me was a scary word mm. um, yep. I always wanted to try and meditate but I just hadn't had the confidence to do it but honestly if you get you know a good yeah if you start off with some good teachers I guess or mentors to, sh- to give you some ideas it's yeah it's quite it's quite simple actually um yep. and the more you do it the more you get better at it and the more you you know yes. feel those things um yeah there's a there's a good podcast that i listen to which um combines spirituality and bitcoin called uh, bitcoin consciousness consciousness okay. by, interesting so yeah. sama Kitharo, he's okay. he's very 
Yeah. And I really mm. resonate with a lot of his stuff as well. And he yeah. has some online meditations that he does in men's groups around Bitcoin as well. So oh, nice. Yeah, I'll check it yeah. out. Yeah. But he yeah, he's overseas, so the time difference doesn't mm, doesn't do match us. Yep. Time doesn't match, no. Yeah, yeah. No, you'd have to get up early. All right, all right, but yeah, right. that's yeah. Um, but yeah, to connect with your heart, it's also going out into nature as well and mm. just observing yes. things. You know, that's why I like going for a run in the morning. It's dark. You know, I can feel the cold air. I can see the stars. I can, you know, run through the fog. Um, it's a very spiritual experience. And it's, nice. you know, the dark envelops you and you just feel grounded. Right. And that's the connection that I'm, yeah, I'm try I try to get to, you know. That's awesome, yeah. It's, yeah, it's as simple as that. Just go walk out in the bush sometimes or... Or walk down to the park or whatever, and yeah, just observe that your environment. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and just look at the sun and realize, you know, how bloody marvelous it is. Exactly. So yes. Yes. It's simple yes. things. Yes. And that we try to overcomplicate life. You know, yep. we make complex problems for us, and then we want complex solutions. But really, it's really simple. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm originally from India, but like meditation mm. and like all of that, like never really cropped up because I I come from a Roman Catholic family, yeah. mm -hmm. suburb background. I mean, like the whole city, not the city, but the whole like the suburb, the suburbs around where I lived, everything is like Catholic dominated. The schools were set up by priests that mm -hmm. either come from Spain or either from, uh, I can't remember. But mm -hmm. yeah, so... So I was never, I never really was introduced to meditation or some, or, or any of the Hindu aspects of, you know, mm. like, or, or yeah. their thought process or like the way of living. And then yeah. I was doing my graduation degree and we, it, it was uh, in business management, but I had mm -hmm. one subject uh, and it was called, I can't remember what's it called, but it was business management from a. Hindu aspect kind of a thing right yeah. like from a Hindu viewpoint or something something on those lines and for that subject like my, I had to like my group like had to present on meditation and then that's where I first learned about it and like and okay. through that subject the yeah the the guy who taught us also was really interesting like he brought up all these like questions that you n never really thought about like you know of questioning yourself or like all these mm. yeah like where do thoughts come from and like what's yeah, yeah 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 and you mustn't believe your thoughts sometimes i know that's a hard thing to get around but you are not your thoughts hey yep that's that's a yeah that's a <laughs> to get my head around that that was that was a hard thing to do mm. so yeah but you know you're saying about hindu i'd love to go to india one day for yeah, that reason yeah, yeah i mean no no you go sorry no, I was just going to say, like India and South America are now the countries I want to go and have a look at. Yes, because yes. of those aspects. Not so much, you know. I spent a lot of, I've done a lot of traveling. I spent five years in Europe, but now okay. that sort of those sort of things yep. don't interest me mm. anymore. So that was in my younger days. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but I do. Yeah, I'd love to go to India. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. On the on the same lines, like, have you had any experience with psychedelics at all? 
Yes, but in a party atmosphere, not in a controlled yeah. environment. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I went through a stage in my late teenage years, early 20s, where, yeah, yeah I had dabbled with, you know, some LSD, you know, ecstasy, cocaine, mm. that type of thing. Yep, yep, so, yep. yeah, yeah, I did party a little bit too hard, you might say. <laughs> I was living in London as well, so that mm. wasn't. Mm, right, right, right. You to some good times. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, I'm fully aware and yeah, been to those places and whatnot. Um, but now I think my idea of psychedelics is more matured and I and yeah, I would love 100%. to take like psilocybin mushrooms. That'd be yeah, looking into that. Yes. Um but there's also something else called ayahuasca. Yep. Yep which I have pursued and I plan to go on a retreat next year. Oh, awesome. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I'd love to chat yeah. more on that as well. Like, yeah, I'd love to yeah, that's, like, uh, on that experience. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah, a few friends who have done really, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. There's a few Bitcoiners of, around that have uh, into that too. So hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cause that takes you deep inside your body and that yes. strips you back to, yeah to to mother earth as they say you know yep, to yep. your roots yes so yeah the, the journey continues hey because that's yes. what it's all about <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 even from my experience I, yeah first introduced to psychedelics from the parting aspect of it right like from the yeah, yeah. but then uh i mean i haven't dabbled with it lately but like the last mm. time i did it was more of uh the last few times that I did uh, psilocybin was like more just by myself in my room, kind of uh, just to experience. Mm. Yeah, just getting. And that that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that goes back to like, yeah, similarly getting back to your roots. And yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah I mean, and, you know, they, there's a lot of, well, not in Australia, but in America, mm -hmm. there's a lot of medical practitioners that use MDMA to treat PTSD and past yep. traumas in people. Um, and they have massive, unbelievable results out of that. So, so everything that is good is banned, basically. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Everything yeah. that can help yeah. us is made yes. illegal. Yes, so yes. that's that's my conclusion out of it. So, but yeah, it's amazing how people can turn their lives around with that type of treatment. Um, so there is an organization here in Australia. I I, I think they're ba I'm pretty sure they're based here in Melbourne. They're called okay. Mind Mind Medicine Australia. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and they're yeah. yeah they're working on. Uh, I mean, pushing psilocybin and MDMA mm -hmm. uh, practice. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they're pushing for it to be legalized. I'm not sure how far they've gotten, but yeah, they've been pushing for this for a while yeah. now. Well, yeah. as soon as a drug company gets involved, I'm sure, you know, where there's money to be made, they'll exactly <laughs> that will happen. Yeah, because. Yeah, because they want, I mean, for drug companies, pharmacy, uh, for pharmacies, like uh, they, they need a chemical that's not natural. So that that's how they can put a patent on it. If it's natural, they uh, cannot put a patent on it. Yes, that's that's actually yeah, that's actually correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But all the natural stuff's illegal. Funnily exactly. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know Canada has them. Uh, Canada in Canada, there's quite a bit that's legal like well, I have, okay yeah i have a few friends there and they send me pictures of these chocolate bars infused with psilocybin <laughs> and stuff like that yeah nice nice yeah. 
I need some of them chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it, it, even if anything's illegal, you can find stuff. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, th there's yeah. quite a few of like people that were earlier introduced to to Bitcoin was from that aspect. Like when they were trying to get some mm -hmm. of these mm -hmm. uh, chocolate bars, per se. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. On, uh, like on the internet, right? Like they use means. Yeah. I mean, I th this was early days, like I think 2014, 2015. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. was like a big use case for it back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that's how. Well, a lot of people use Bitcoin to buy all that stuff, yeah. stuff off the dark web and stuff, and that's how Bitcoin got. Well, it was tarnished with a bad name because people yes. were using it to buy that stuff. But you know what? People use fiat to buy. Exactly. All sorts of stuff. So, hey. <laughs> yeah. And, and currency. Yes, yes. And coming out of that is basically because Bitcoin is an open ledger which has its history, mm -hmm. like which you can explore like Bitcoin transaction from its very first transaction, right? Like from the very first yep. day. Mm -hmm. And that's yep. how they managed to catch quite a, quite a few of this. I mean, like find mm -hmm. out who these people were transacting on the dark yeah. web for all these various yeah. aspects but with fiat money they they are not able to do that we don't even know how much of dollars are circulating in the economy right yeah well that's right hey um yeah. here's here's something an interesting point gonna go off topic here but talk sure. about money so the queen died right right so our currency now has to have a picture of the king on it oh interesting yeah so how are they going to do that? Are they going to recall all the money that's all the Australian dollars that are floating around? Mm. Or are they just going to restart printing new currency with the king on it? Right, or right. or stop stop cash and bring in yes. CBDCs. Yeah, that <laughs> I don't know, man. Just throwing uh, it out yep, there, eh? Yep, yep, yep. But do they really have to bring back the currency? Because yeah, apparently, it yeah. Oh wow. Apparently, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've got to put because she's not our head of state anymore. Right, the king right, right. is. Mm. So anyway, I'm right. sure there'll be some discussion around that. You know. Yeah, I on mean, Twitter somewhere. Yeah, that this would be a good point for them to introduce their surveillance coin, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Opt out Bitcoin, mate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, um, we, we really need to start like pushing for people i mean small businesses or wherever like to start accepting or educating them and, and start for them to start accepting bitcoin yeah uh, that's a hurdle isn't it yeah yes yes where exactly yeah. are you based uh in the hunter valley so near newcastle north oh, of sydney north of sydney okay yeah yeah so uh, yeah with that you know we, we've got a farmer's markets up here mm -hmm. in newcastle that i go to quite regularly and i go there and i just look at all the stalls and i go you guys should be, you know, accepting Bitcoin here. This is the perfect place, yep. you know. So it's just getting the education and the information out there to the people. And that's difficult, you know, mm. and that's where it's grassroots, you know, you and everyone else talking about it and just getting the information out to people because there is, you know, no marketing department, as you know, for Bitcoin. Yes. Um, yeah. But, you know, slowly, mm. slowly. Um yeah, I hope to see the circular economy of Bitcoin happening for sure. Yep, yep. Especially, yeah, as you said, especially at community level, right? Like that's where yeah, it starts. That's where it has to yeah. start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
And there was there's a guy called Michael Talej who was on the Two Bit Idiots as well. Yes. He's he's got Vault Pay, so he's not far away from me actually. So I okay, catch up with him one day. Nice, but he'll yeah. be he'll be at Marurunda, I suspect. So right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you the next question that I had in mind was. Mm. You've been for a previous. You've been at a bush bash mm-hmm. previously, yeah. Yeah, been to two. Went oh, to wow. yeah. um, Beechworth this year, which was amazing. Oh, nice! And, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. And Beechworth is such a beautiful town. Hey. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been there. Like, I'm looking forward yeah. to going there this the, year. Yes, the perfect place for a bush bash. Um, but yeah, it was because we're just coming out of all those mandates as well. Mm-hmm. We're easing a bit, and it was just great to be amongst you know, the tribe, so to speak, nice, at yeah. Beechworth. And, yeah, went to Murrunda in November in 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was awesome as well. That was my first experience. Um, and, yeah, the Murrunda one coming up, looking forward to that yep, massively. Nice. So, yes. Yeah, there should be a few more people there this time, I suspect. So Yes, I did, yeah, like, yeah, it's pretty booked up or something like that. Yeah, someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. honestly, oh, I, I can't even explain how. Uh, what a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful time and beautiful, you know, bunch of people they all are. Nice, so, yeah. You know, like we go straight to, we cut out the ship, go straight to the point of what we're talking about and it's yep. just life experiences and everything. It's, yeah, yeah. Because you speak to people on Twitter throughout the year and <laughs> yes. you actually get to meet them in, and you don't know who that person is, but you're sure they've, you've spoken to them on Twitter and whatnot. Nice, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, right. Yeah, can you elaborate a bit more on the Bush Bash experience? Well, it's not just about Bitcoin, okay? So okay, um, it is heavily focused on Bitcoin. Um, there's a hev- heavy focus on security about your personal, uh, you know, internet security, so to speak, mm-hmm. your online security, your privacy, right. um, and that's always awesome because I always take something back from that and I implement it. You know, right. it could be anything from having a simple thing like having a VPN or having proton mails and encrypted messaging or using signal as well, those little things, or you know, de-googling your uh your phone so you can, you know, and then installing Calyx OS on it or something like that. So mm. it's all those things. If you want to keep going with it, you can. Yeah. But I always take something away from that. Katan runs that session. Yes. And that's amazing. So um, and then you can, yeah, there's some always technical. Uh, sessions on Bitcoin with pay servers or stuff like that or stuff that's happening on Lightning or whatever. But then there's also a lot of uh, stuff on farming and, you know, what people are doing in the circular economy of Bitcoin. Yep. Then there's, you know, the aspect of what's happening in the world. <laughs> yes, and, yes. Yeah, sessions on that. Um, so there's something for for everyone, um, I guess. Awesome, yeah. Because um, if it was all technical, you'd... It, you wouldn't get many people, I suspect. So I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm trying uh, to get my wife up there this year because awesome, yeah, yeah. And That's my brother-in-law, my wife's sister, my brother-in-law's wife as well. So we're yeah. planning to integrate them because, right. yeah. There's ironically, there's not a lot of females in that go. Mm, mm. Yeah, <laughs> so I, we're I, trying I, to get trying yeah. to trying to change that because <laughs> it's That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, because. I think I plan on coming down there with my partner as well. Yeah. Oh, coming awesome, up man. There. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you'd love it. 
And if you do, book accommodation soon. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. But you can book it and cancel it a week out without any charge. So yeah, just okay. book it and if you don't yeah, use surely. it. Don't use it. Yeah, so, yep, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So because accommodation will be the limiting factor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, very relaxed. You always have, you know, have beers at the pub after and eat meat as you nice. should. Yes. Yeah, and then you just get to know everyone very well. For sure. So, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. And everyone's so open. You can ask everyone a question and happy yes. to answer. And yeah, it's great. It, it, you know, I was a year and a half ago, I was a newbie. I was, no, I knew nothing. Right. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. And I've gone through a massive transformation and it's great. And I yep. just want to tell everyone about it. <laughs> How is your ex? So you did mention de Googling your phone. Did you, did yeah. you end up doing it? No, because I've got a work iPhone. So mm, yep. I can't, I can't do that. But if I had a private phone, then I would do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's not yep. that, you know, again, it's learning, it's teaching yourself how to do it. Yes. Um, but there's plenty of people or, you know, if you reached out to on Twitter, anyone would be able to help you do it. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah Ketan has some really good guys. I think one of it is starting a new digital identity. And yeah, then that takes yeah, you, yeah, yeah, through all of that, like, yeah, of yeah, de-googling and getting more private, it, yeah. People just accept, you know, oh, yeah, just click on that button or set up that account. They're not, they yes. don't care about their security. Um, and I'm big on, yeah, I'm quite big on the, yeah, anonymity is, yeah, just hiding in the background type of thing. <laughs> 100%, yeah, because initially, I mean, like, Maybe two years ago, I was the same, right? Like, I was like, mm. it doesn't matter. Like, they, I mean, they already have all the, yeah. like, all, all their information. So it doesn't matter if I'm just going to put it, put my name mm -hmm. and surname on this platform and, like, have more information on that. Or, mm. yeah, I mean, like, just put yeah. it all out there. And then, yeah. But, but like, you know, you, yeah. You, you KYC'd from birth, you know, your birth yep, certificate, yep, yep. your first bit of KYC, then you get a passport, driver's license mm. and everything, then you're online. And um, But I did some other things like I cancelled all my frequent flyer cards, I cancelled all my reward cards, deleted all that. Um, simple mm. things like that, you know, you can do. That's not hard. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. But yeah, it's, you can start somewhere and yes. just little things. And people often think they have to do everything at once no yeah um, but it's too much you just do yes. little things at yep. a time and yep. yeah yeah that's yeah yeah i've been gradually going down that path and like and slowly like eliminating stuff and yeah i think mm. uh recently odell mentioned this as well like you know you mm. yeah it's like taking those baby steps as well and like yeah and yeah eliminating few things like yeah uh, you maybe stop using uh google maps because then yeah, your exactly. ent entire yep. history is on there right like yeah and yeah and the companies that are sort of collecting that data is they're, mm -hmm. they're probably not misusing it but then they're always there's always someone mm -hmm. that can go into those companies servers that's or whatever, right right and like yeah. use that data for something else yeah. yeah well where money's involved and they can sell data it will be sold yeah. so um yeah but i'm yeah, it, I don't know. What hmm. else have I been doing? Like even Proton Mail, just shifting all my email address to a Proton Mail. That's simple. Yep. Using a password manager, you know, hmm. encrypted password manager, simple. Um, yeah, stuff like that. 
then, did you end up getting like i mean did you hook up your own node and yes yeah. i was just yeah. going to mention so yeah i've just got a raspberry pi running with nice. my node yep. Yep. at the moment so something simple yep yep um and i yeah bought a separate computer and i use uh linux on that and i just hook up my node that specific computer is only for you know my yep. node that's all it, it is yeah so i've separated you know all my bitcoin stuff is on one computer and it's not on my main computer 100% you know, yes things like that and it yes. runs over tor yep. and yeah yep 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 yeah and yep. previously did you have any like like how technical were you like did bitcoin get you to this path and being more technical or like were you yeah like yeah this? oh yeah. man i'm i'm computer illiterate <laughs> really yeah, nice yeah <laughs> but suddenly i'm running linux you know wow <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not i don't know the command line interface stuff don't get yep. me wrong i'm not yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. i've started so yeah eventually my next step will probably be opening a lightning channel somewhere nice. but yeah it just needs some more time and it, again it's slowly stuff it's not all yep. at once um yeah and i think that's the next step is the lightning thing for me um yeah and see where that goes um yeah because yeah i'm limited we're all limited by time and what we do in yep. our lives so 100%, yeah. yeah and like and yeah it's so much of i mean bitcoin puts you on this path where there's so much of learning and self learning that you have to do right like in yeah yeah oh wow <laughs> <laughs> you know and you know you don't be your own boss <laughs> yeah you decide what you want to learn you know don't listen to the, what people tell you yeah you yep, work yep. it out for yourself it's great yes 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 <laughs> and it's a shame that it's taken me 47 years to realize <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean all, yeah sorry yeah. you go oh all i want to do is talk about my journey and let other you know hopefully i you know can uh help other people out on their journey and hopefully they you know that might spark somebody's mind or change their direction a little bit. That's all. Yeah. Yes. I certainly don't go out preaching it. 100%. Only and people come to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they yeah, want to know more. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. that's like, that's one of the reasons that like I started doing the podcast. Like I, I didn't really, like I, I didn't really promote it. I don't really promote it. I guess I like lately I've been cause just because uh, lately I've just been tweeting it out. Like, but, previously i used to never promote it on anything i used to use other social medias which i don't use anymore so but i still yeah. never really promote the podcast and i don't yeah. see myself doing that like there's people that get value from it and like listening uh, that are listening to it and it's more so that like i'm having this conversation i'm getting value out of it and like the someone who's mm. a fly on the wall listening to it mm. yeah they can take something out from it right and yeah. then yeah. yeah and then i like I'll, how you say I like how you say getting value because that's really what, yeah, a lot of stuff is about. You know, you relate that back to Bitcoin. How do you see value in it? Well, <laughs> that's a yeah. long conversation, that one. Yes, yes. But, yeah, that's, yeah, it's value and time, you know. Time is our most precious commodity as well, time and yep. energy. Time and, and energy, what, yes. That's what Bitcoin captures, I think, so... Yes, yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Yeah, I mean it's money. I mean Bitcoin is money that's based on time and energy. I think like, and yeah. those are the scarce resources that we have, right? Like yeah. using energy and but, like time is the most scarce. Area. Yeah, and how you know how Satoshi came up with the blockchain and or the time chain as we the time chain, call it. yes, yeah, because it's not you know 
that's amazing. And how how Giggy Gigi explains mm. that is just blows your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is insane. And even the little things around in Bitcoin, you know how there's 2016 block. Uh, was it 2016 blocks? Is it? And if you reverse that, that's six. Uh, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> six oh one two was the uh, American order to seize all people's gold. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, six one oh two was the order, but that then that relates to 2016. Um, right. Uh, was it blocks? It's per... it's the it's the cycle where the hash rate. Yeah. I think yes. I think it's for the hash rate, right? Like if yeah. Uh, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's things like that. And then in, in Satoshi's, you know, Genesis block, he's put that thing about the, about the collapse. Yeah. The collapse, yeah. From the <laughs> I think it was from the London newspaper, if I yeah. Yeah, that's that's type of thing is crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he disappears. Goes, and he disappears, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Hey. Mm. You can't write this shit. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then it goes back to the I mean, you could tie tie up two aspects like one is, I was speaking to the, uh, speaking to the two, but it's on their part about the same thing. Like, mm. you know, like, I mean, there's no, like, people need to make peace with it. Like, there's no way, like, Bitcoin's going to be stopped, right? Like, we can see it, it, it could be a gradual process, if not of, if not, yeah, it's not being adopted fast, but there's no way of it, like, getting no. shut down, right? No. Uh, so, <laughs> no. so, say, 500 years in the future or 200 years yeah. or whenever like there's like bitcoin mm -hmm. is the thing like bitcoin is like how mm -hmm. we uh, yeah operate like you know it's the money of the future there's uh, yeah. people will be exploring satoshi stories back then again right like they'll be yeah. like wondering like who's this character and then there'll be all this there'll be they can, I mean, yeah, we do have the internet and like God knows what the internet would be in the future. But, <laughs> and yeah, so there'll be, but there'll still be like these aspects of, because we don't know and we, we are making up stories about this character. And then in the future, they'll be like making their own myth and like, and that's how, yeah, I, yeah. yeah and that the whole myth about yeah. Satoshi. And that's how yeah. I think like, if you tie back to Christ, like that's how like it started uh -huh. off with him. Like there's like myths created about this person that will live this good life and like sacrifice and <laughs> and then ties up to Satoshi who sacrifice and <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I know you talked with the two videos about the religious side quite a bit, the spiritual side. Um yeah. and I'm heavily into that as well, but it's it, it's interesting the whole Catholicism and uh, Christianity mm. is based around still a centralized figure. Hey, yes, and yes. that centralized figure has told you how to live your life in a certain way. Yep. Which don't get me wrong, I do agree with a lot of it, but it's mm -hmm. still centralized, and a lot of religion is based on fear. Yep. As well, and that's yeah, that's where I'm at a bit of crossroads with religion sometimes. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm yeah, I guess. I guess if like Christ was alive today, he wouldn't have been too off. He can like he wouldn't be too happy of the path that religion has taken, right? Like the way because oh, it's just monetized. No. <laughs> yeah, like I think. Oh it's, yeah, it's yeah. corrupt as anything because yep. they're so tied to the to the money printer themselves and, and indebted. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> There's so many rabbit holes there. Yeah. But going back, oh, it's interesting going back to your thing about. Uh, 
how to stop Bitcoin. Well, we know you can't, but it's interesting. China, you know how China banned mining. Yep. Still 20% of the hash rate comes out of China. Yes, <laughs> yes. And that's amazing, isn't it? You know? <laughs> so it just goes to show you governments can do anything, but it will still exist and it yes. will still keep going. Yeah, so. and and today, the I mean, like recently, the US government is trying to stop Bitcoin mm-hmm. mining and... Yeah, I yeah, because of the, yep. of the environmental impact. Sorry, yes. I have to laugh. Yes. Sure. <laughs> uh, even though that, I don't know, 58% of Bitcoin mine, mining comes from renewable sources anyway. Yep. <laughs> oh, dear. It is a clown world. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, 100%. But people is. will believe this and they'll try it. They'll go, you know, they'll, they'll promote ETH because of its environmentally friendly operating system. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Oh dear. Before we move yeah. on to ETH, I'll, I think I'll just plug in. I ha- I had this book which I was reading early on, probably when I was yeah, in my teens or twenties. It, it, it was called Jesus in India, and there's this okay. whole recorded history in Tibetan monasteries of this character coming from Europe and like, because yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, there's a missing like piece of his life in the bible between his teenage years until he's 30 i think yeah yeah and yeah there's this whole bit and and even even there's like after death like yep. whether he's actually like actually dead or like whether he was brought back to life in the sense like whether he didn't really die and he was probably like he his his followers like managed to uh, mm-hmm. treat him and like recover and like and then escape from those lands and reach back somewhere else so there's there's actually a grave uh in mm-hmm. in the himalayas which is the in the uh, himalayas really yes 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 huh. yes where where huh. apparently he's yeah well hold on he can only have one grave so <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're yeah, going back to this point i mean I mentioned earlier, people like being told how to lead their life and religion is a lot like that. They yep. need a script to read from and to be told. So really you're removing, you're you're seeking external in, uh, advice on what you should, how you should lead your life. And that's where I get stuck. Um, yep. Yeah. And coming back to look inside yourself, the answers are there. Yes. We're connected to the earth. Yes. And, you know, all the, that you know all the aboriginals and the american indians mm. and all that they knew they know exactly what was going on and we've tried to destroy all that yep. we've tried to 100%. erase all that from our history and it's yeah it's terrible yes yeah i realize see it <laughs> yes 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 yeah yeah i mean it's like hard. yeah just to think about these ancient uh mm. civilizations in uh in North America or, or mm. for, in fact, like in Australia or wherever, right? Mm. Like, yeah, we don't know mm. what we've lost, like what knowledge they mm. had and like what's been lost. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was, but they didn't read it from a book. They, they that was yeah. passed down through generation yes. into generation, you know? Yep. That's amazing stuff and we're, we're losing it. Yeah, we're I was re- I was reading a sci-fi book, like, uh, with, I can't remember what's it called. But like one interesting aspect was, I think it was tying up two stories together. And one story is based in the future and one is in the past. And the future goes is where we have like this implant in our eye and we can record everything that we see, like everything that we see is recorded. Uh, and we can go back to those memories. 
so so we can revisit our memories or good or bad and then mm. the other aspect is in the past where there's there's a priest that has reached to this uh, he's tra- he's preaching from his bible to like these aboriginal people for mm. say like yeah so and and it's recorded in the book so the he- so i'll go back to the earliest like the past so so there what's happened is there was a priest before him and he's recorded of how these tribes used to w- mm-hmm. where their boundary line is and all of that that's all recorded in the book and like various aspects uh and there was some dispute between these boundary lines and and so like one of the kids who was really close to the priest said oh like you know there was a previous priest that recorded these boundary lines let's visit his um mm. let's visit his recordings and see what's the dispute about so as per a, di- a dispute where this kid comes from his tribe is the one that is losing the argument against the other one in terms of the boundary line mm-hmm. so his elder tells him like you know do you think that the books know exactly what's right for the tribe or do you think that i know what's right for the tribes mm. like you know as uh, like like where does like history in the sense i think there's value in like passing down uh, like without recording like without it being recorded in books like where where oh, yeah yeah mm. communicating mm-hmm. like through speech and like actually making sure like your follower or whoever like they're making yeah. your student yeah. is yeah grasp you know, exactly you- and like the book gets too structured right like the book yeah. would get like and people would misinterpret like the way that the book is put down like it be yeah. too formula uh, yeah there's a good book called um it's called uh hold on the alchemist by paul coelho yes yep and i love that book what, yes yeah, yeah 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 that's yeah. a little good little journey book about yes. trusting yourself 100% yes i love that yeah. book yeah Yeah. I've read yeah. that twice. I read that yep. actually pre the retreat and also oh probably 10 when it first came out maybe when mm. I was probably 20 or something. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's old. So, yep, yep. And yep, yep. I got something different out of it 20 years later, you know. Completely I'm, different message. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, man. And if I tie it back to the future story, so what happens mm. there is where we, where that where this where everyone can record all their experiences. So and you can revisit them. So say like we have few friends or say we'll just tie in the bush bash like you had a bad experience with one of the members in the bush bash just for example purposes mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And say now now you're going for the bush bash again and now just before you go for the bush bash you'll revisit that memory of yep. uh, of you having that bad experience and then you have yep. this whole negative thing that keeps arising yep. inside of you for this person mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and basically what i'm trying to get at is having the like we tend to forget things over time like especially all these past yes. experience and we go into oh, yeah. the new spirit and like we can re like yep. yeah yeah but just because like now in of i mean in the future if we are able to revisit it uh, revisit our memories that's going to mm-hmm. take that av- take that aspect away from us mm mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. that aspect of forgetting and forgiving away from us Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just trying to get that that in the Yeah, and I'm going to relate that back to, you know, I've through my experiences and how I see my saw my parents as well. Mm. You know, I was we can be very critical of 
our parents and we can we can think of the bad experiences we had from our parents and now i've realized that those don't matter anymore you know i only can remember the good stuff with my parents yep um and honestly they did the best they could um and people really do the best they can at the time yeah um yeah it's yeah it's also a lot of it's about forgiving as well as mm-hmm. soon as you can forgive um you forgive yourself as well that's um yep. yeah you you're free <laughs> yes yes yeah no? yeah i think yeah what comes to mind now is like we tend to think that the world is good versus evil or it's yeah. evil versus evil but in most cases it's good versus good because everyone that is doing something they think they're doing it for the best right like say, yeah 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 maybe yeah like it's the queen of england or whoever right like they think they're doing it for the better of the world they think what they are doing is like yes yeah <laughs> yeah this i often think people like bill gates and schwab they're doing it because they think it's going to help the world exactly um, yeah and i honestly believe they think that, that it will but i don't want to have anything to do with that so yeah yeah I yeah, think differently. <laughs> yes, it's more about more about having open conversations and like having like discussing yeah. different ideas I guess and then mm-hmm. and like yeah. For sure and I'm yeah, I'm so you know in the last year I've been so open and it's yeah. I've I have yeah, I found my true self really and it's great. Bitcoin is a massive part of it. Yeah, I think something else before we close down is something else that mm. you mentioned on the two bit idiots podcast was gratitude so how important yes. is gratitude yeah i think gratitude you know it's being thankful first of all being thankful for what you have being thankful for what's given and as soon as you can be grateful of simple things you know i mentioned when i run i like the feeling of the cold air or seeing the stars you know i'm mm. grateful for those things and that's yeah that's connecting with the universe being grateful and especially to, with other people you know you can be great just thank people for what they've done for you or you know even even if it's to say oh look you look really good today mm. that's you know people yes. react to that it's so easy to be negative yes um but just stop and take a pause and yeah be grateful for what what you have it's the simple stuff you know 100% yes yes yeah uh, yeah another thought that comes to mind i can't remember where i heard this one but is like we often tend to compare ourselves with the men that are before us like ahead of us instead of seeing yes. seeing the thousands that are behind us yeah i mean it's easy to see the ones ahead of us cuz yep. they've they've walked the path um and yeah i think it's good to trust the people ahead of you because they've been there mm. you know um, uh okay yeah so sorry i'll just i'll probably okay. yeah elaborate more on what i was trying to get at is we often tend to compare ourselves with the people that are mm. ahead of us in the sense that yeah. we are like oh this guy ha- this guy is successful or she's more successful than i am and yeah. she has a big house and a big and like he has a fast car and all of that right like and and then you and then you're seeking for that and then you forget of what you already have yeah. as compared to like yeah. oh like the basic stuff oh you have fresh running water and like there's thousands yeah. of people I mean, that don't have that right like yeah well that's right yeah. i mean it's very easy to compare it's very and we all love to compare we all do it 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I've tr- sort of, yes, be yourself. If you can yep. be yourself and trust yourself, you don't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Yes. And be confident in yourself. That come, confidence comes after you trust yourself. Um, and, you know, comparing yourself, it just drives you to, to be not be you. Mm. It drives you to be a consumer and you just need the next thing. You just need to get the next best thing. And, yeah, I was like that, definitely. But, sure. yeah, I'm very conscious not to be like that now. Um, yeah. And if you are yourself, better things will come. 100%, yes. Do you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed that in the last year about myself, definitely. Yep. Um, but on that, I'm definitely not perfect. <laughs> um, and I do fall into some old habits sometimes. But, you yep. know, that's life. No one's perfect. That, that, yes. I mean, yeah, you think it's all, it's, we tend tend to think it's like a straight line or a trajectory yeah. up, but it's always up and down and like, yeah, hopefully. And yeah, sorry, I just wanted to say after yeah. my retreat, one of the biggest things I took out of the retreat was I definitely found love. I experienced love like I've never had before in my life. It was a beautiful thing. And a lot of people will go through life and not see or yep. feel that love like that. Mm. Um, and I've been given the tools to no matter what is thrown in me in life, no matter what happens to me, I will be okay. Nice. You yeah. know, and that yep. all comes from looking inside myself and trusting myself. Yep. I don't need to worry about anything that's happening externally to me. I will be okay. I am only responsible for myself. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah. And I'm, that's the way I'm sort of leading my life. <laughs> sure, sure, I have a family and I love my family. I'm yep. responsible yep. for them. But first of all, I have to be responsible for me. Yeah. I mean, like 100%. Like I, I always try to remind myself is like, put your oxygen mask on first. Yes, that's exactly true. That's, yes. Where did I read that? that? I read that the other day as well. You've got yeah. to put your oxygen mask first. It must be a meme are. on the internet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, yes, uh, Rory, uh, like, have you been uh, teaching your kids about meditation and stuff like that? Uh, no. Okay. But they have walked, they've walked in on me meditating and they look at me and with a startled look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they yeah. know I do it. Um, yeah. But they... <laughs> They have seen a change in me, I guess, over right. the last year. Yeah, just more. I'm a bit more. I'm more compassionate, more open with them, and yep. I've learned to listen to them. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, do, so the meditations that you do now are they mm. like guided meditations, or you just learn uh, learn the technique? You follow that now? I like to do guided meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you meditate, it's very easy for your mind to wonder. Hundred percent, yes. Yeah, because you start, you know, you you're feeling everything, and then suddenly this thought comes into your mind. Yeah, and sometimes you can just get lost in that thought. Yeah, and the guided yeah. meditation can bring you back um, into that. Totally agree. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, you can start anywhere with meditation, um, mm. and you just got to be comfortable in yourself to do it it is it is uncomfortable the first time but then yep. you do it again like anything you do it again and again and again it's, yes yes yeah yes. it becomes enjoyable and you really you look forward to doing it 
So, yeah. but again, it's it's hard for me to find the time to do the meditation sometimes, <laughs> or yeah, find quite space as well. Yep, yep. Children work and yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you just yeah, you go, you yeah. go. No, you you come out of it just relaxed and yep. at peace and just yeah, just nothing bothers you. Yes, well, that's yes. yeah. In that's what what happens with me anyway. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. You start. Yeah, I guess like. I think one thing that I've not been doing lately and I should go back to is like, uh, I used to do it. Like I should not like look at my phone the first thing in the morning and lately I've just oh, been yeah, like, yeah, yeah, looking at my phone because yeah, I, I think, the, yeah, that's, that's a big one. And then you can like jump straight yeah. into whatever, like, yeah. Well, what I've started doing is leaving when I go to bed, I read first yep. of all, read yep. my books um, and my phone's in another room. Yes. So yeah. it, just leave it. And then you wake up, I do my run and then I look, at my phone after I've done all, all that nice. stuff. Nice. Yep. And that's not easy sometimes because we're yeah. so addicted to our phones. But yeah, yeah, that's they want you addicted to their phones. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah it, like everything, you've got to make a conscious effort to do it. Yep. 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 And the uh, hardest thing for me yeah. is to actually get out of bed at five o'clock. Once I'm out of bed, I'm done. I'm I'm on the way. Yep, yep, it's yep. just getting out of bed <laughs> yes for sure for sure yeah. what's the uh you mentioned his name earlier i can't remember he's the one who does these massive artwork and he was on breed love's podcast recently that you heard artwork. uh who, oh. who, who is the guy that you mentioned that was on uh, Svenholm, sorry who wrote um oh Knut right Svenholm. right okay yeah I'm everything him. by 21 million no yep. yeah, yeah yeah i'm mistaking him for the yep. other guy with the uh massive artwork but yeah okay i can't remember who it was whether it was fractal that who does the artwork or someone that mentioned it like on one of these podcasts itself is like he left his phone in like in a room upstairs and then he's mm -hmm. eating lunch downstairs and he just heard it ring he basically didn't want to get distracted with his phone and yep. he just heard it ring and then he and and as soon as he heard like the ringing he went mm -hmm. he's like i went up to get it and he's like like a slave, I went up to get it. Like, oh, yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone's a slave to their phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I spend too much time, you know, shit posting on Twitter. Sure. Same. Granted. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> you know, yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. I'm guilty. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Twitter is my only place for any source of information at the same time. Um, yes. From my select group of people I follow, of course. So, yep, yeah. Yep. That's. I don't watch TV anymore. I don't watch mainstream news. Sam, that's, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is installing. That's how the fear gets installed into you. For you sure. Know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the propaganda arm. So, <laughs> I'll leave that to everyone else. Yes, and and some of the news. I mean, some of the things that come up on Twitter are you're not going to find them in mainstream news anyway. So no right? way, man. No yeah. way. No, not at all. Yeah. No, that's yeah, and yeah. you can choose to. Listen to it, watch whatever, and yep, yeah, yep. just move on or whatever. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing I get out of the, or Bitcoin Twitter is all the you know the the history of money and um, mm. yeah, the spiritual side of things. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like once you go down the path of exploring money, like it leads to. I was just telling my partner the mm. other day, it leads to like these other three aspects as mm -hmm. well. So and and those three aspects is which is what the government controls. It's your healthcare education yep. and yep. okay education yep. what what's the other one that i mentioned uh, hmm. uh, food and your food and yeah. your food supply mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah 
Yeah, and no, I listen, you know, that's something I want to pursue with my brother-in-law and uh, Foz mm. is this whole farming side of things. Um, yeah, because, you know, source, sourcing your food and knowing where it comes from is very important. Yep. Um, and that's a part of being sovereign as well. Um, but also doing something different, you know, I'm stuck in a fiat job, so to speak. And, you know, everyone has this aim to retire at the age of 65. <laughs> I don't want to retire. I want to keep working, man. <laughs> For sure, yes. So I may as well do it in something I love doing or something that's beneficial to my family or to the community. So, yes, yes. And, you know, I mentioned the farming thing. My dad was a a drover in Australia and he mustered cattle across Australia and, and managed Sorry, cattle stations. Drover? Yeah, so... A drover is an Australian term for a rancher, I guess. Okay. Who yep. managed cattle and yep. shifted them across large areas of land to different, you know, different pastures and whatnot. So he was oh, a, right. he was on horseback, um, nice all the time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's in my blood somewhere, and that, that keeps resurfacing in my heart, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I can't get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you, you've heard of the beef beef initiative, right? Yep, Texas uh, Slim, love him. Yes, yep. yeah, and so he's going to be coming here in yes, Feb. Here in February. Yeah, 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 and 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 they're Man. working on something, yeah, to start the uh, Australian beef initiative. Yes, so, yeah, 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 and that's something we're looking into. Well, actually, just having a farm with cattle on it, first of all, awesome, yeah. uh, and then seeing again, this is just coming from the heart and just seeing where it takes us. I mean, we want to yep. leave a legacy for our children, and I mm. think something like that will show them, yeah, can teach them some valuable f- stuff for life. Um, yeah, and it's just ironic that it, my father was in that, you know, and yes, now it's yes. come full circle. Into it's come me. Full circle. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, again, I don't know where it's going to take us, but excited to keep pursuing Going, that. Yeah, know, that for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't really need to retire, that could be another, no. yeah, yeah, and you can stop mining fiat in like your regular nine to five yep. and then do something else mm-hmm. right like do something on these lines awesome yeah yeah i'm still still young enough to do anything i want you know yep. your mind is not limited you yes. know you again go back to trust yourself if you want to pursue that go and do it because yeah anything that's limiting is you yeah yep, yep. something that you mentioned before we started recording mm. is like what what would you want to do when oh yeah uh, yes <laughs> when i grow up <laughs> when you grow up yes yeah i mean i think we're all well, I was brought up with the fact, you know, you go to school, do well, work hard, go to university, get a degree, get a good job, work hard, have a family, all that stuff, and then you retire. I mean, how bloody boring is that? Yes. <laughs> and I look at my life and, you know, I didn't go to university when I left school. Um, I took a year out to go traveling. That ended up being five years of traveling. Um, nice. And then I came back to Australia and then I was another five years in hospitality. Mm. Um, then I met my wife and then I decided to go to uni at the age of 30. Um, so I was a mature age student. Um, I did really, really well, uh, at my studies. I was, you know, top of my class, whatever, and did an honors degree as well. Um, and yeah, really, yeah, excelled in my career as a mature age person. But now, you know, after 15 years of that, I've thinking i need another change here <laughs> yep. so yep. um again i've you know i've got a patchwork of different things i've done through my life and i don't think we have to be so stuck in this mindset that you have to do this or you have to get the degree to get the good job and yep. um 
you know, you, that's completely not true at all. If you read Daniel Prince's book, Choose Life, he, you know, he's he explains that very well. He's taken his kids out for two years traveling through Europe and mm. learning new cultures and homeschooling his four children, which is amazing, you know. Yep. Um, and people, you know, I think people get caught in that trap, you know, of going to uni and having this massive student loan coming out of it and then they're stuck in the system and they have to work into this job that they may or may not like. So, yep, 100%. yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and I still don't to do with my life except for the farming thing. So that's yeah. the next venture. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exciting. That's, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean about you know, what do you want to do when you grow up because I think that's constantly evolving and I think pigeonholing yourself into one ideal or one industry is yep. just detrimental to yeah, but so many people are in it and they don't see, yep. they don't think they can get out, but you, you can, you know, you can do anything you want. Just do it. <laughs> yes, yep, totally. Yeah, I mean, you're probably like, oh, so I started, well, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't sure like what I wanted to do with my life, right? Like, so I was like forced into this or like forced to get a job and like, I started mm. working off as a banker. I think one mm. of the, that's like, right. Yes, be, yes. Be, yeah, yeah, being young and like, and like wanting, like I, I took some time off after I finished my graduation to travel as well. I was traveling, but I was traveling mm. mainly around, like a bit around India itself. And, and then, and, and just, yeah, just like taking time off and like probably relaxing. And then I was forced into work. And then I was like, uh, what sort of job would give me the most time off, right? Like where, yeah, where would I yeah, get the most time yeah. off? So there was two yeah. jobs that were. But if, if you have to have time off from work, isn't, you know? This is the other thing, you know, going, how about working in something that is part of your life and that you want to exactly, do and that it's not exactly. a job. Yes. You exactly. don't need time off from that, do you? Yes. Yes, exactly. But I don't know. No. That's a, yeah. No, no, no. So the, the, like, yeah, I didn't explore, like, I didn't think about all of that earlier, right? Like I've never worked mm. a job. So like my only thing is like yep. time off. Like, yeah, it's not. Oh, great. Yeah. So it's not yeah. about like, yeah, I didn't, I don't know what I wanted to do. So like, where do I yeah. get the most time off? So, so either I get, I become a teacher. Yep. Or or a banker, because in India we have uh, a ton of bank holidays. Like not like yeah, somewhere yep. like here in Victoria, I think it's like a handful. Like some somewhere around yeah, ten or right. something. In, in India, yep. it's like way more. It's like close to like mm. yeah, including your weekends or in, and including your bank holidays, you're looking at mm. working at like two fifty days in a year. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, so that's so I went down that path, like not really like, you know, yeah, just just to do something. And then and then <laughs> and then you think about, oh, you worked all these years in a banker, so now your next sort of line of work mm -hmm. should be finance. You're like, mm -hmm. no, I don't mm -hmm. see myself doing that anymore, right? Like I don't mm -hmm. it doesn't add value. And then like I mean it doesn't really interest me. And another aspect is like as you mentioned, like, oh, we take off this huge student loan and then we are forced yeah. to like be stuck in a yeah nine yeah. to five are doing something that you don't yeah. like and like to just you're trapped you're trapped yeah almost yeah. yeah yeah it's a shame i mean and also you don't need to go to uni to you know yeah that's what you want really yep sure if you want to be a doctor and yeah i get yep. it you need to learn that stuff you can't just yep. learn on the job yep, yep, um, yep. but yeah it's yeah i think it's important to for my kids to know that you know the world's not a scary place. You can do really what you want to do. If you want to do it, I'm going to give you the tools and to, you know, yes, to be strong within themselves to be able to do 
do it for themselves, you know. I'll yep. just guide them. So for sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they uh, can only learn from my experiences or mistakes or Yep. Yeah. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's up to them. I can only just show them. They always yes. laugh at me about my Bitcoin stuff, hey. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny, they come back from school and they go, Oh, dad, guess what? These people's parents have Bitcoin and go, yes. Oh, right. oh wow. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. All they know about Bitcoin, I'm like, yes, that's great. You know, don't be don't be scared of talking about it. Nice. You, know, yeah. you guys should love to talk about this stuff. So, so, so your kids are talking to other kids at school and like they all yeah, talking yeah, about Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't know. Bitcoin. They, oh, wow. Yeah, exciting. Yeah. yeah. I don't that's know awesome. what they say about it. But, but yeah, that's, a, that's awesome. Yeah. They definitely how, do. How old are they? Uh, 9, 11 and 13. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy times, but they don't understand Bitcoin, but that's okay. That's I, that's, I mean, yeah, there's like you, like, I think there's certain aspects is like, first you need to understand more about the world, right? Like, and then you yeah, can get to yeah. Bitcoin. Well, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. amazing. My daughter, my eldest daughter, she's really taken after me. It's great. She's questioning a lot of things. That's awesome. A lot yes. of things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes my wife has to tell me to shut up. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. But hey, I can only say, hey, don't believe that stuff all the time. Look at this bit. What about this mm. bit? You know? Yep. yep and then yep. let them work it out for themselves. So, because sometimes yeah. they get come back with the <laughs> completely wrong information, I feel. Yep. So it's important to give them a different point of view and not everything yes. that you are told is correct. So, yep. Yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's very important to explore like the opposition, right? Like like why certain like the opposite mm-hmm. side of things, and then come to your own conclusion of like how things are supposed to be. Yeah, because kids are very easily you know manipulated into their yep. beliefs very quickly, so mm. they they they're open to anything. So it's got to be yeah, very careful of that. Um, yep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've tried. I've they do have a Bitcoin book for kids here. But, oh, um, nice! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got one of those. So slowly, slowly, <laughs> slowly, slowly. Yes, I do yes. have wallets for them. <laughs> oh, well, no, yeah, that's good. Yeah, just lightning wallets, just yep, so they yep, can yep. see. Yes, what it's all about. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. I'm actually going out to dinner with a fellow Bitcoiner tonight. Awesome! Yeah, that's awesome. Which, which is, uh, yeah, is in my industry, in the wine industry. But we didn't know we, we were both Bitcoiners, so okay. we've been trying to yeah. organise for the last year to catch up. So it will be, yeah, it should be good fun tonight. So nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we didn't explore that part of your this thing. So you're in the wine industry, yeah? Yeah, man. Yep. yep. Oh, nice. Yeah, my yep. my girlfriend. I mean, she, yeah, she's she worked a. Uh, regular fiat job and then she i mean i think she always had it to know that she wanted to be a chef or like wanted not not really wanted to be a chef but wanted to cook like she just wanted to yeah. cook right like and yeah. then yeah so she quit all of that and now she's a chef and she's like she's really happy like it doesn't matter whether she's working yeah. 12 hours a day but she's <laughs> yeah she's, she loves it so she does that yeah. at the same time yeah. she's working at a brewery and now some something that's come up is of being that's... a cicerone is that is that how you say it? A cicerone for I think for for beer. Uh, no, I'm not sure. Okay, so like, what, what does do that you... entail? Do you know? So it's so how do you have? I mean, like, what what are the guys like that do wine? Like the connoisseur? No, sommeliers. 
Similiars, yes. You mean yes. in a restaurant? They called similiars, yeah. Okay, not not in a restaurant, but the guys that are like testing or like you know they're, they're not testing, but like yeah, tasting, I guess, or like trying to yeah. elaborate on like how this wine, like the origins and the flavor and the taste and all of that, right? Like the well, there there are people called masters of wine. Okay, masters uh, of wine, yeah. But uh, they are in the top point one percent of all wine people of wine people. Yeah, you know they are, yeah. Fully right. educated, yes, yes, that's yes. a special breed of person. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, the sorry, you go. Yeah. Oh, no. The reason why I got into the wine industry was I was ten years in hospitality, mm. and I, you know, I always like doing stuff with my hands as well because wine making is, you know, very labor intensive as well. Okay. So, yeah, that's why I got into it, and there's a lot of proof of work behind wine making as well. Nice. You know, it's yeah. Low time preference stuff because yep. you've got to plant the vine you won't get fruit for three years then you're subject to the seasons the the weather then mm. you get fruit once a year then you've got to make the wine and then maybe they're following you you bottle it so yeah, yeah there's a lot of low time preference stuff involved so then i realize that now <laughs> yes yes yes, yes. But, yeah. yeah but it's a very you know labor intensive stressful industry as well and you have alcohol involved and mm. yeah i'm yeah, it's it is it is a great industry, but it can be very fiat based, mind like as well. So. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, yeah, but th- and that's your fiat job, right? Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I'm actually judging at a wine show next week. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah. So you're talking about tasting? Yeah, I'll be judging wines. Nice, yeah, yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah, what she she was doing is like something on those lines but for beer okay yeah 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 apparently I mean, there's was, yeah, yeah there's only one guy in australia that is qualified okay. for this for that thing okay. and like and that that guy like yeah. works works in her cool. business yeah so and i think now they're getting a few of them more. yeah because here's a funny story i was involved with beer in europe for a, a few years yeah especially mm-hmm. belgian beer yeah. and i used to work for a restaurant called the Belgian Beer Cafes okay. and Belgo in Europe, right? Right. And they were sponsored by Stella Artois. Right. And every year, Stella Artois would have a World Beer Pouring Championship. Okay. And I participated in that Beer Pouring Championship in 2001 and 2002. Okay, yeah. And that meant flying. They flew you from Australia to Belgium. Yep. For a few days and you did brewery tours and everything and you competed in in brussels in the you know i represented australia in oh, wow. beer pouring yeah. yeah and in 2001 of the in the second year i came second in the world <laughs> oh wow so 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 yes. so what's the skill so like what's it like having so what are you trying to achieve you can google there? it man it's so hard okay okay explain. you gotta yeah, google sure. Stella sure, okay, gonna... world, world beer pouring is it to get like a there. good consistently of the front on top and like... yeah exactly man yeah, exactly okay. yeah. yeah but it yeah. was scored and you had to present in front of judges and stuff like that it oh was wow cool. was yeah i'm gonna fun. check it out yeah that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no one believes me though <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah i do have a nice trophy to prove it <laughs> yeah okay nice yeah if yeah. you end up at the uh if i end up at the bush bash yeah you can pour me a glass and we can i'll, I'll be the judge <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's my past life. That's yeah, I don't do that anymore. Anyway, 
anyways rory yeah lovely yeah, speaking cool. to you thanks for making the time yeah yeah and yeah keep talking for i love sure. it yes thanks yeah i'll, I'll see you on twitter i'll see you at uh Marirundi, merrick please hopefully yes yes um, i'll try to make it there for sure yeah anyways rory it was great speaking to you thanks yeah, for yeah, making the too. time any closing thoughts and like where people can find you oh on twitter of course yeah i don't what's my handle at r hodler r yeah, hodler yes and that's yeah. r-h-o-l-h-o-d-l-r i think yeah I yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll drop I'm it actually, in the show notes, anyways. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's look. Trust yourself. The answers are inside you. Hundred percent yes. is my mantra. Yep, you for know? sure. Yes, don't, don't be scared. It's a beautiful place. Sit with the uncomfortable. It's great. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And if you enjoyed the show, all I ask is that you share it with one other person. And I also recommend that you use podcasting 2.0 apps like Breeze or Fountain FM. I'll link them down below. This will help you earn Bitcoin while you listen and it will also help support the show. Once again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one.